Hi there, my name is Amara, and you are listening to Happiness 101 podcast. And here we're talking about the things that matter. After a number of strange coincidences and a lifetime of meditation, two phenomenal systems such as human design and gene keys, unlocking people's amazing potential, spreading awareness and happiness became my life's work. Anything to wake you up. So stay with me, alert and relaxed. Many of us remember the feeling when we couldn't sleep, eat, nor work if a certain person didn't give us a dosage, let's say, of his or her love, in a form of a date or a call or at least a message. I don't want to concentrate on this feeling and remind you how about how it felt. If you recognize yourself in the first sentence, you know what I'm talking about. So the most important thing here is to know if there is anything you can actually do with this addiction, because let's call it for what it is. It is an addiction. And let me just add here that I'm not a psychologist, and this is not a psychological approach, but a counterintuitive one, something that have worked for me and my friends. So in your personal human design life chart, or body graph, how we call it, which you can create for free online, there is this one little triangle in the bottom right side, it is called the emotional center. This is the place for sex, drugs, and rock and roll, as my teacher Chetan likes to say. So this small area in the chart is partially responsible for human design download. All the human addictions, violence, race discrimination, you name it, whatever drives us crazy and apart is there. So according to human design, humanity is divided pretty much equally. 50% are the carriers of those emotions, positive and negative, and the rest 50% increases all the emotions of the first group. As we see with this equation, none of us is insured from addictions, nor the, not the carriers, uh, neither the conditioned ones. So look at your life chart right now in order to figure out which group you are in. And then we go next. So what's next? First of all, it's important to, um, sorry, first of all, it is important to take responsibility for what you are, because human design is about that, among other things. So to take responsibility doesn't mean feel guilty. It just means that you understand and accept that the emotions you are feeling right now, no matter which group you're in, are yours to handle. If you are the carrier, they were yours from the beginning. If you are the increaser, so to speak, it means you absorbed something you couldn't chose, you could have chosen not to absorb if you were aware of what is happening. Next, after taking the responsibility, the second stage starts. It's important to understand the nature of the addiction. If your emotional center in human design is colored in or defined, how called, you have a tendency to get attached to the highs, to the peak of your emotional wave. So once you've felt it, you'll always have a tendency to aim for them more and more. Just that's how the emotional center works, that's all. Only awareness can save you from this. It means to notice when something like this starts happening. It means to be attuned to your emotions. And that, first of all, means that the question, what do I feel now, comes before each decision or interaction. It means to do 
any kind of breathing technique in order to turn the emotional wave into stillness. Then the itch might subside along with that. Next, if you have undefined emotion center in human design, which means your emotional center is not colored in, your emotional waves will be always unpredictable depending on who you are with it, who you are with at the moment. And here it's important to catch that moment by the tail when someone else's emotions, and it's always someone else for you. So when someone else's emotions start penetrating your aura, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to start avoiding interaction. It just means that in your case, you need to treat emotions as clothes, which you wear, change, take off, wash off, etc. It is not a part of you. It is a coming and going visitor. The simple awareness of this fact can help you to handle the emotional turmoil. Another help with dealing with emotions is water. Showering from head to toe, swimming in the pool, lake, sea, ocean, you name it. Because water washes off, washes away the conditioning best of all. And the foreign addiction is a part of that. By foreign, I mean mm, somebody else's addiction. When we pick up on somebody else's addiction. So each addiction has a reason. And the addiction to a person is no coincidence. When we're hooked up on someone, it feeds our emotion center, which demands the fast food. Emotions are not love. These are swings which sway us from one side to the other. Sometimes we feel wonderful and other times not so wonderful. So addiction for a person is just like the burger, you know, that cake, those chips for the emotional center. You are nourishing your addiction with them. If you understand that you cannot help yourself, this small acceptance is a step towards the healing process. Ask for help. Turn to a psychologist, do practices on healing the inner child, whatever works, because this all works. The addicted usually choose the partners who are emotionally unavailable, since deep down inside they don't feel they deserve healthy or loving relationships. So this way they desire and get stuck up on one person despite anything, even if it means that they are putting themselves in danger sometimes. So if you know anyone in your surroundings who is suffering from love addiction, be close to them. Maybe they are going to need your help soon. When the addicted comes out from such relationships, there will be a withdrawal for sure. It is possible to outlive it, of course, but it is that crucial time, that critical time when the addicted cannot rely on their own willpower, on their own, I know I can do it, you know, I'll just answer him once or... That's it. If it is your story, don't be afraid to ask for help. If this is your story, don't be afraid to ask for help. Only a strong person actually can admit the weakness, right? And may it all be resolved in the best possible way for you. If you are in a relationship right now, whether it is love relationship or friendship, parental, business, any kind, you both can benefit a great deal from relationship reading in human design. Uh, actually, I use human design jinkies and some other secret tools. And we can see into, first of all, your compatibility, the reasons that you've met, 
What can you teach one another? What pulls you towards each other and why? And if there is a repulsion? What is the common ground between you two and how to enhance that? And where are the possible problems might arise and what to do about them? And how can you help each other grow and in what areas? What both of you are bringing into your relationship? And what is the combination of your energies? Where can another person dominate you and what to do about it? I would really recommend you to inquire about relationship reading because it can literally save your relationship, enhance it, show you your partner from a completely different side, the side that you will truly start to appreciate. You will understand what makes him or her tick. You will understand why they react the way they react and how to really become not tolerant, but actually accepting what the other person is. And when you accept the other person, you know that the relationships, they not only become better, but they become more conscious. And the only happy relationship is a conscious relationship. So I'm inviting you to try it out for yourself. Relationship reading. I'll leave my contacts in the notes so you can inquire about it.